podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. Uh, my name is Mike Lee. Joining us tonight for the first time on the pod are two brothers. And let's hope they get on better than the Giggs brothers possibly do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's been on the show before. Alex Siegel joins us. Uh, Mike, you good? I'm very well. Thank you very much for coming down. And a man, no if, you ever, if you come to the live shows when uh, we have our ex-players, this gentleman here always does the wonderful video montages of all the great goals and joining us tonight Ross Siegel Hi Mike thanks for having me back Pleasure pleasure Uh, thank you very much for coming down lots to talk about tonight obviously we're going to look back at uh, yesterday's game against the Woolwich Wanderers a very very good point Uh, the awful game uh, against Bayern Leverkusen Uh, we'll look forward to the West Ham game in a couple of weeks time because we've got no show next week because of the international game uh, uh, the weekend and then also we've got, uh, during the week we went down to Harry Harris's Dream Team book launch. And later on we've got some uh, interesting chat with John Motson, the journalist Martin Lipton and God Glenn Hoddle. All that coming later on. So firstly, let's talk about uh, the Arsenal game. Um, we'll put a little poll out um, on the eve of the game to, on the Spurs show Twitter feed. And, you know, mo- I think 30% said... We thirty seven percent said we'd lose twenty seven. I mean, most most of you basically most Spurs fans listeners thought it was absolutely going to lose. I admit I was one of them. Uh, really, really happy with the performance, Alex. Yeah. What, what did you think of that performance well, in the end? It was nicely set up for Arsenal to to do our unbeaten record, yeah. wasn't it? It was it was so nicely poised. So I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that yeah. it's still intact. I mean, for me. It was a performance that we needed. Um, it's a step in the right direction. Mm. Um, and for me, it all comes down to Moussa Dembele. Obviously, he's not had a chance. Obviously, suspended for the first bit of the season. Then he seems to get injured every single mm. match. So we haven't really seen him like he was last season. And this was the first time that we had a chance to see Dembele do what he does best. Or what mm. Pochettino's made him do. Yeah. And for me, that was the key to everything. Yeah. Now, there's a great stat on him that... We haven't lost a Premiership game with him starting since October 2015. That's right. That's so, right. I'm, I'm surprised player. he actually started because he obviously yeah. got that mm. knock in the game in the week at Wembley. Mm. I think a lot of us sitting there, oh well, God, Dembele's out for yeah. the I was quite excited for Harry Winks to start. I think he's shown that he, he's up for it and I can't wait for him to finally get the nod at some point. I thought he was going to do what he did with Ryan Mason a couple, uh, was it probably two years ago now. Mm. Uh, but look, if Moose is fit, you have to do it and he you know if he can just keep putting in those kinds of performances where he's driving forward not mm. sideways mm. like he was a little bit of Leverkusen in the, in the, you know when he was on and a bit before that when he obviously wasn't fit but if he can keep playing the way he's playing then hopefully it will will start scoring goals I still feel that we're lacking in those those three mm. or two as it was behind the striker um but if Dembele can keep doing that, we'll create more chances than we have been recently. No, well, Ross, sure. I mean, you know, look, looking at the game, I mean, the first interesting thing, many Spurs fans says, you know, Pochettino doesn't have a plan B. Well, he, he changed things mm. around. We had three at the back. Just to remind everyone out there, obviously, we had Luis in goal. We had a back three of Vimmer uh, recalled, uh, Dian Vertonghen. Then we had the sort of wing backs, effectively, of Rose and Walker, Eriksen, Wanyama and Dembele. And then Sun was pretty much up front, really, with, mm. with Kane. Yeah. And, and it worked. Sonny it really did. Yeah. And he hasn't really got that much... 
praise out there from a lot of, lot of I media. I thought he played well. Um, more, more about Poch, about yeah. tra- changing the tactics. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Where if it was some another manager, like a Pep or a Jose, it'd be a tactical genius. We've but got the players to do it. We, we have. Yeah. We, we did it we'll last year against Watford, Watford away. And we're a bit lucky against Watford. We it's were. got a last minute goal after they should have we scored. But we, we did play really well against Watford yeah. in that formation. But I mean, Walcott yeah. came out, Fear Walcott came yeah. after the game and sort of said they were really surprised by Yeah, it. yeah. You know, which is... Which uh, is the, what a plan B is meant to be. <laughs> yeah. um, the problem for me is, I, I love the fact we've now got a plan B, but what about a plan B in the middle of the game? You know, it, it, mm. we could have, against Leverkusen, gone to a, that formation, brought Danny Rose on. Why Danny Rose can't play two games in a week is the most baffling thing I've, I've ever yeah. heard of. I know he's been injured a little bit, but he's fully fit now. I mean, he, mm. he can play... You know, he's one of our fittest players, I'd say. Yeah. He can play two games in a week. We could have brought on Rose against Leverkusen. I know we're going to talk about Leverkusen probably soon. And changed it. Mm. I love the plan B. It worked. Let's keep using it every now and then. But why don't we change up the formation mid-match and surprise the opponents? Mm. We, ha- we didn't have that against Leverkusen or the games... Mm. Before that, but Vimo, would you, I thought, do, do, do you think we'd we'd would you play a back three even if we had people like Ali fit and Lamella? Would you still maybe drop them for that back three in future games? Do you think? I think you, I think you have to keep changing up. I think at the moment we've become a bit obvious. It's a bit like Leicester this year. You know, last year nobody could quite understand them. This year, we, they've, everyone's worked out how to play against them. Yeah. And I feel maybe apart teams have done apart from <laughs> us. But I feel like teams have kind of done that to us as well. We've just yeah. luck, been lucky with a couple of penalties here or there that we haven't really been found out worse. But I think they've realised how they play so yeah we have to keep but I think he was right to change it because we went into that game um, obviously quite a few draws terrible performance in the week we're playing Arsenal unbeaten since the first game of the season playing well Um, let's face it our our centre-halves weren't great on Wednesday and I think he looked at it and went we need to do something different and more important going up front um, Janssen was so isolated Mm. um, on the game on Wednesday we just Mm. sort of we, we played Harry Kane not fully fit. He obviously thought Kane needs more support. He still makes an Kane's impact, going to get the ball and if there's yeah. no one within 20 yards of him, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. So I think it was important. I think those are the two reasons yeah. why he changed it. And also, thankfully, yesterday was Ericsson because he, he wasn't awful which he's been the past few weeks. Mm. He's been near enough non-existent where against Arsenal, at least there was... The, not the Ericsson of old, but getting there, yeah. at least. I mean, when Ericsson's not been on it, it has been like playing with 10 men. I mean, they, 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 they just, the whole game bypasses him. For me, the, the hilarious thing seeing the team sheet was, you know, you've got a guy in Kevin Vimmer who, who I know he was a bit injured in pre-season, I think, but can't even get on the bench. Like, he yeah. can't even get... And considering how incredible he was last year stepping in for Vertonghen, couldn't, can't even get on the bench. And suddenly, the biggest game of the season... And up, up he pops. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, then he pops goal. up again with a good goal um, <laughs> against us. But I think it was great to see because I rate Vimmer. Besides, obviously, the first sort of 15, 20 minutes of, that, of, of the game, he grew into it. Cause, and, and fair play because he's not played even a pre-season so far. But again, we started mm. brightly, Ross. Yeah. And, and the thing was, there was the chance, Simon, there was that great break and, and he tried to square it for Kane mm-hmm. and their defender just got there. There was obviously the diving header from Kane just went wide. But then when they scored, it was a typical, I sat there going... How many times have I looked at a game and said, Spurs have started brightly yeah. and we've conceded? Yeah. But again, obviously the goal was very contentious because I know the new offside rule has changed. I, I for one, didn't know about the rule change. As far as I could <laughs> say, well, as far yeah. as I concerned, when the ball came over, there was quite clearly at least yeah. one yeah. Arsenal player 
offside. The yeah. rule says that if they're not interfering with play, yeah. impacting on what the defender it's, does. Yeah. But as, as many so people confusing. said, they did impact it's, because he had to head that ball. Yeah, he had to I, get I think, his I think head how, to ball, how, how they're going to be offside. Yeah, like, I think on, on BT Sport, Howard Webb said that. Uh, Sanchez, who was offside, not Koscielny, hasn't stopped Rimmer from going for the ball in any way. However, he's made he's, him go for the he's ball. He's in the periphery vision. Yeah, he's, he's, he's made him. He's going to go to an Arsenal player. Yeah, so it's, it's just a, it's, it's no a strange one, isn't idea. it? We didn't call for it. I mean, Rimmer, after the goal, was looking around. He's saying, ref, ref. But yeah, he, did, he didn't believe it, did I he? think he's saying to the ref, someone's pushed me, which obviously no one <laughs> did. Um, he was looking a bit dazed and confused, Rimmer, but... No one called for it because no one really thought about calling for it because it was all just a bit. That's what the linesman's there to do. Yeah. Um, at the time, I it, should, it should it have been goal, quite. Uh, unless obviously the linesman has the, the same thing of say like Harold Webb, but it's quite an easy decision to see across the line for that yeah. free kick. It's not you know during play, but it's, it's typical, isn't it? It's disappointing. I mean, it was a great free kick, and, and mm. at the end of the day, that's what it, that's you know Ozil is a great player, and that's what he does. So. But the first half was even. You think about the chances of what you yeah. mentioned. We had they had Iwobi had a good chance missed. Walcott yeah. hit, the, hit the post so it's putting on chances the first half was the same yeah. we then went in a goal down and, and I sort of wondered there what's he going to do how are we going to yeah. you know we're get, right the how are we going to get, get back into this game yeah. and obviously as you mentioned at the top of the show Dembele got the ball quite deep he was playing deeper than I'd like to see him yeah. But it worked. It was a typical mm. Arsenal static defence. Yeah. Mm. Ran at them, scared them. A penalty. I mean, Wenger again coming out. I don't think it was a penalty. He's it's an clear, idiot. It's a clear penalty. All it's these a clear years, penalty. Yeah. he's so ungracious whenever yeah. they lose or draw. He, he also said it's that, unbelievable. He also said that Wanyama elbow. Never when an he, elbow. No, no it's not like a shoulder elbow. pushed him. It wasn't even Never a free kick. They were, they were going down For like me, the funniest one was Coquelin rolling around like he'd actually been shot at that in the first half. I know. Walcott, but that kind of played into oh, our hands because they, yeah. as he said, they did look a bit scared. I thought Arsenal. They did, really. and Mustafi was making mistakes left, right, and centre because Shoney was Son diving had the pace, in. Had the pace of him. You know, yeah. I was a bit disappointed. You know, for me, Sonny is becoming more and more important. Um, and for me, I was a bit disappointed that one of his great runs didn't quite end up in, you know, with Kane at the back post and Rose yeah. with his ball across. But. You know, I'd take a draw, you know, and mm. it's a shame we haven't got back to winning ways. But if we can keep playing like that, and it does stem from Dembele, mm. it does, because Wanyama doesn't move it forward. Dembele, if he's not moving it forward, mm. we're not getting it anywhere near there. And There's a lot of sideways, isn't I it? I hate to say it, I feel like we're missing Lamella. Wow. We, are. we are. We okay. are. Both of you agree, agree on uh, really, It's the one thing we agree on. It's the one thing we've agreed <laughs> yeah. on recently is yeah. I have become a massive Lamella lover. <laughs> and whilst, whilst he can frustrate he will always chip in with an assist or potentially a goal he for me is one of our biggest especially with Ericsson not on form without him the creativity up there I know he's so frustrating at times decision making but without him Sonny is very important at the moment but he does from the defending point of view he starts the defence it's not really Kane it's more Lamella does it first you see everyone else he a bit like a headless chicken sometimes but he works and works and works and when we don't have him nobody else quite works like he does I don't think Son puts the work in that Lamella does I don't think Ali does they do a little bit but he obviously gives away a lot of fouls I'll tell you what we did miss yesterday the one thing that Ali does that no one else does he makes those runs ahead he he ends up being the most forward player and we didn't have anyone that's what we we lacked running through but again it was unlucky he got a knee injury in in, you know um, in training and the one time he sort of did do it was when Ericsson um, when Czech pulled off that very good save from Ericsson that that was the turning point I mean I've watched it a few times Mm -hmm. at the time I thought it was a bad miss but the more I've seen it, it's actually a good save and there's not much more I think Ericsson could have done with it 
It was a tricky shot to take. It, was a shot. it, it wasn't mm. obviously near the, the post, but it was a tricky shot to take. And um, look, Ericsson, how he's played recently, I'd have expected that to be in row Z. So yeah. it, for me, it was, yeah. a, it was a, a great shot. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping we can get him back to... For, I don't know what is going on there with Eric. Like last year, it's the year before when he was really on fire, wasn't he? Like last year was good, but the year, when was the last time he scored a free kick? Mm. Yeah, well, I think the two against uh, Swansea, perhaps. So but a, a season ago. Are, are we worried about all these new contracts going to their heads? The fact that the contracts are in and they're all a bit now, oh, I can relax, I can chill? I don't know. Look, the way, the way I see it is, let's not get you know, over ourselves here. We overachieved last season with a young team. They played, you could almost argue, to the best of their ability as the, where they are now as players. Obviously, the more they mature, they'll get better. And I think a lot of us sort of went, well, it's going to be the same this season. You know, the average age is 25. I think the very fact that we've still got unbeaten, mm-hmm. we're going to the international break, you know, up there, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the melting pot with the top five, can only be a good thing. Without mm-hmm. Aveld, yeah. our best player last season, out. Ali currently out. Yeah. Kane's been out. Yeah. You know, that's three key players. I yeah. have to worry. They're being a bit quiet on Toby, which is a bit frustrating mm. because if it is just mm. a couple of weeks, you'd say, oh, we'll be back after the international break. No one's actually really saying anything. I think they're saying that so he doesn't yeah. play in the international break. I, I mean, hope fact, he's back. I can't believe mm. Kane's been called up after strange one, 70 isn't it? minutes of football. Is, is, it just shows you how poor England are. Well, yeah. They had to call on Kane. <laughs> it's harder to get out of the squad than it is to get in yeah. it. Yeah. The fact that Jagielka, Drinkwater, Wilshere. Kane are in the squad. I think Oxley Chamberlain's in there. I mean, it's easier to, you know, it's easier to get in it than it is to get yeah. out of it. But it's a shame they've picked Harry. He could do with a couple of yeah. weeks off, couldn't yeah. he? But, but it was great to have him back. It was. Took the penalty well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, and after the goal, you look on chances. As you mentioned, there was the ball that came across yeah. that was well cleared. We hit the post, the free kick from Eric's that just needed a touch. Mm-hmm. Whereas they had a sort of ricochet. They, I think they, they didn't really have many, shots great, target, they didn't have many yeah. great chances. Yeah. Jansen had a couple at the end, didn't he? Oh, the Jansen one. I was completely just oh, missed the ball. Okay, yeah. here's the, I can't work out. I, he's only young and we know he can score goals but I can't work out if we're well, not playing we the formation the <laughs> yeah. but I can't work out if it's the formation because he often plays his back to goal is it the formation that we're not working around him or is he just totally off colour but he, he seems to be the second striker if it was 10 years ago playing four four two, and he had somebody else with him but I just don't think I think he's, we, he's we tried not, to play not, that he's not there yet it's no, going to take him time no. to bed in will we've we got give to give him some time, time. because mm. Well, we've got uh, no one else. No, of course, <laughs> really. But Poch um, seems to do this thing where if if you you know he doesn't. I mean, he sort of has with Lamella, but Clinton and G, for example, I I guarantee you that in a year's time, Enkudu's will, will probably be gone already. If he's no, not, don't he write will him do because like he brings in players and he doesn't. I'm not writing him off. I think he's, he he could be fa- fantastic. But I thought Clinton and G could have potentially been fantastic. But I don't. I want him to give Janssen a chance. Yeah. But but now that Kane's back, I don't know if he's going to get that shot. And come the end of the season he might cut his losses you never know but I hope not he's only a young player (laughs) we'll see I mean obviously you know in a couple months time we've got the uh, January window you hope that we'll still be looking for another creative midfielder do you think we'll sign and another striker I don't know I mean if we are sort of fifth place in the league and we want to Mm. kick on they've got to look at it and go we need to investigate I I think we need to I I still want a bit of pace out wide yeah I think because yeah. we've only got pace in the fullbacks. Can really? I say yeah. only yeah. Spurs could probably have an invincible season and still finish fifth? Yeah, that would be a really Spurs <laughs> be, thing to be, do. It would be, <laughs> be unbelievable. It's amazing we're still unbeaten in the league, and I think mm. for me, if we have played like we have, which has been very flat, it's not we've not been poor, we've just been very flat. Yeah, if we can play like that and remain unbeaten, if we can just start, we've got West Ham next. If we can just start putting some wins together, then. 
the few, we've got a bright season ahead of us. The fact that we've gone through what we've gone through and still unbeaten, I mean, yeah, that's incredible. That's yeah. fantastic. Especially when you look at the teams we've, we've faced with City, Arsenal and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Really, if you think about it, I can't, I can't think of our next few fixtures coming up, but hopefully have a few nice ones. So putting some wins together. Well, we've still got West Ham and Chelsea to come up in the, ne- in the next few weeks. Yeah. Those are the sort of big ones. But I think, uh, but again, you know, a, a, you know, a, a quick sort of uh, word on to the fans again, uh, Emma, it's absolutely wonderful. I mean, again, outsung the Arsenal fans again. That club, I mean, it's a North London <laughs> derby. And yet they are so, I know we joke about the library, but they are so quiet. Yeah. Even when they were goal up, there was like, I think there was one instance where they tried to get behind the team at one all sort of 60 minutes in that aside they were so quiet and you know speaking to uh, some Arsenal fans I know before the game they they were all going we're going to do you today we're going to do you Mm. this is a must win for us they were absolutely gutted after the game that they couldn't beat a Spurs team who uh, during the week had played really badly had came back from a long term injury our Mm. best defender was out our best midfielder was out and they still couldn't turn us over. No. And that's a beautiful and, and thing. And Pochettino hasn't lost against him in the league he, he's yet, got has the best re- yeah. He's got our best record for a Tottenham mm. manager. First mm. five game against Arsenal, still oh, unbeaten. I brought all the Arsenal fans out because I tweeted saying um, another draw at the Emirates, just like another draw at the Hawthorns. We've got to start beating these kinds of teams. <laughs> and all of the Arsenal fans... <laughs> just, yeah, I use that fish emoji. <laughs> um, but no, I, you know, they thought that we were going to roll this over. I think well, we all thought it. But you know what? Whilst we do drop a bit to the Spurs of old, and watching them recently has been a bit like watching an AVB team of old. The fact that we didn't collapse because the Spurs of old, we'd have actually we would have lost that game. Yeah, uh, one nil down, it would have got wor- an own goal would have got worse and worse. Um, we've got we've got a great team spirit, and I think um, you know if we can if we can get a win against West Ham, hopefully yeah, that will kickstart us forward. Look, yeah. you know, eleven games gone. Mm unbeaten too many draws admittedly only conceded six goals the best defensive record again in the league again we've already touched upon it yeah. the problem is up front we've only scored 15 Liverpool scored mm-hmm. double what we've scored yeah. that's why you know defensively mm-hmm. now Neville's back we know we've already got things pretty right mm-hmm. he's just got to make us a bit more tap minded so maybe we um, do um, go Janssen and Kane with Janssen just behind and maybe Lamella on mm-hmm. one side and Sonny listen I'd give Ericsson a bit of a break give Sonny on the other side and just you know, yeah. we've got the protection. We've got Wanyama or Dyer, depending on what happens when Toby comes back. I personally would go for Dyer, even though Wanyama's I, been I, fantastic. I well. And Dembele. I think play Janssen and Kane together. Give Janssen the chance to be that second striker. See, I'm, I'm not too sure, because I think, I think it was against, it might have been Liverpool or maybe Palace. I can't remember which game it was at the start of the season, where we brought Janssen on from early and went 4-4-2. And we just weren't the same. Mm. Which lo- we, we lose something. I think uh, the team just said there, I'm not sure. And then you've got to fit Ali in somewhere. And if you, you know, you've got to put him in. Mm. It's just difficult where he's clearly more preferred in a 4 4 2. But then when would we ever play a 4 4 2? Against the lesser teams, maybe. Mm. But mm. then we've got to work out the teams that sit back against us and not the teams that like to have a ball. Because yeah. that's where we struggle, like the, the Leicesters, the West Broms, mm-hmm. Bournemouth. But this is where it comes back to the beginning, comes back mm. to a plan B. And let's, let's try the wing backs and two up front. Because I feel like we can play that. Let's, we should have, this, have a way to make it work mid game. Mm. Um, and, and change it up because for me our greatest attacking threat right now is Carl Walker and Danny Rose mm-hmm. yeah. and if we can use that as much as possible I mean I said something ludicrous in the Leverkusen game and Ross was like laughing at me for about half an hour I said why don't we why don't we 
put Trippier and Davis at the back and play Walker and Rose yes. further on as attacking players. It's a team we did for it. the fullbacks. We did it with Danny <laughs> that's, Rose. That's right. Stick them up front, why not? I know, it's a crazy idea. But for me, there are some of our most creative attacking I, I, players. I think, no, I think maybe one you could put up there. I, mean, I remember Danny Rose doing it a year or two ago. And Rose it was, great. was a winger. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. And I think it was in a League Cup or a Cup tie. We did it. Mm-hmm. But to put both of them up work. there. It didn't work, day, remember it. Yeah. That's I'm, why I'm, I'm not, not a too football sure. manager. Anyway, we're going to look. Uh, we're going to look at the Bayern game in a minute. First, uh, we'll be back after this short break. And we're back. Uh, before we talk about the uh, Champions League game last week, uh, just to remind everyone, it's just literally about a month away, just over a month away. The annual Spurs show live Christmas show. At the 100 Club, uh, our very special guest, uh, David Pleat, who still connects with the club, ex-manager, ex-director of football, ex-caretaker manager. Uh, also, we have Tom Mitchell, the musician, doing some Spurs songs, our usual Tottenham quiz, raffle, comedy as well. Tickets are just £20, so it'd be lovely to see as many of you down there on Monday, December the 12th. Go to live.spursshow.net to grab your tickets right uh, well we, we went into the Arsenal game on the back of a, 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 an awful uh, display probably up there with the Newcastle 5-1 I think for just everything possibly going wrong highest uh, Tottenham attendance in his history now home <laughs> attendance and it was just right. I mean what, what Alex what do you think just what, oh, what, what, what do you think went wrong I mean, well, how bad was that it, it was bad but I don't, think, I don't think it's as bad as people make it out, but it, it was bad. It was probably the worst performance I've seen uh, us under Poch. But it was just, we had no, we had no imagination. They sat, sat back a little bit against us, what a lot of the other teams did past month. And we just didn't seem to, not that we couldn't even break them down, just didn't even want to at certain times. We couldn't put two passes together. No, we couldn't. Together. We we couldn't. Amount, I've never seen so many passes go astray. It, yeah, but, I, I felt the pr- maybe the pressure. We knew we well. I th- I thought it was the pressure because we knew we had to win. But afterwards, the Reese came out and said maybe we didn't realize how big the game was. So I can't quite work yeah. out what was going on there. Um, Leverkusen didn't even play that well, to no. be honest. They no. just had no. a game plan. They had, one, um, they had one chance in the first half, Hernandez, yeah. where there was where, okay, from our mistake Walker, again, yeah. a Walker mistake, and we yeah. should have scored. It, it was just it's completely out of sorts. And obviously, people blame Wembley, which I think is rubbish. It's but we can't keep blaming. We're playing we them all. Ne- we're probably all playing them all next season at home. Yeah, we've yeah. got to get that right, haven't we? Yeah, we do. But it just it seems like a rubbish excuse to keep blaming Wembley. It's, it's us. You know? Now it's turning into a thing, isn't it? Now yeah. we've lost five in a row at Wembley. Mm. It's turning into thing. If we are going to play our home games there then we need to suss that out pretty quickly. Because the, the club, to be fair to them, mm. are doing everything they can to make it into a home game. They've, they've been brilliant in terms of that. Even if you go inside Wembley, there's spur shirts everywhere, there's everything. But um, it's becoming a thing, isn't it? And mm. that's the problem. Um, yeah. But I think our fans as well, like, it, obviously we'd, been, we'd had a few draws beforehand, but even after five minutes, a lot of them were on the players' backs. There was a lot, but there was a lot of tourist fans there. Yeah, there is. 85,000, we normally get 36 mm-hmm. at Spurs. Yeah. Add another 20,000 diehard Spurs fans. Plus, plus there was a person, lot of tourist plus fans. Plus the person sitting next to me here <laughs> who, who added to it as well, who said to me during the game, Sissoko, our worst ever signing, ever. And ever. Th- this ever. is And Ale- Alex has sat through... <laughs> Asimovic, who got on the back of his shirt once, Andy actually. Booth. Uh, <laughs> Andy Booth. Razziak. Gilberto, the fullback oh, from Brazil. 
Shocking. Paolo Tramazzani. Okay. You're saying Pal- Pal- goes worse. Palinio, we you say all night you on this show. Just per pound. Are you looking at the 30 million? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I said per pound Red Roth, another one. I said per pound he's the worst signer ever. Ross then back. said to me, you never said that to begin with. You just said he's the worst signing ever. <laughs> but, and actually, fine. I'll go with it. Because... He is utterly useless. Oh, come and on. I d- but he was the best player in the, in, the, in the Euros. He is he League fantastic. One level at best. Oh, shut up. He, no, I, don't know, I don't know what he does. I don't know what he offers. He's weak on the ball. He doesn't create anything. He doesn't assist. He doesn't score. Um, defensively, he doesn't add anything. He looks lost. And I can't believe that that's not his position because I don't know where else you'd put him on the pitch. I genuinely, like, I was hoping that an elbow to, uh, who did he elbow Arta. the Bournemouth player? Arta. I was mm. hoping that was at least 10 games. I was thinking, <laughs> give him 15 at the very least because I, and Poch is playing him and I don't know what any, what, what is Poch seeing in him to he, play him? He's, he, you're, you're, you're completely overreacting, let's be honest. So are you not going to get him on the back of your shirt like Simovic? No, I'm not going to get no. him on the back of my shirt. No, <laughs> no, no. I think, like, he, I'll get winks on the back of my shirt. That's what I'll do. He's clearly not a winger. His best position... He's not is, an out-and-out winger, but we don't no. have... He's another inverted... Okay, yeah. here's a question yeah. for you two. Where... What is he? he box to box. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, really? I, I just think he, he's, his best position probably is the, the two, uh, let's say, holding. But mm. he's not as good as Wanyama, Dyer, Dembele. No. Maybe not, not even... Not I'd be petrified Winks, but if, Wanya- if Sissoko was one of our middle two. I would be absolutely really? I think petrified. Really? I think you're overreacting. Like, um, he was bad, let's be honest. Yeah. But in terms of being our worst £30 million player, there's only, what, Soldado, Lamella, Sissoko. I know it's not the best three to choose from. But even there, he's probably not the worst. I mean, he is. Uh, for me... Bentley another one 17 million another one Sissoko's worst one good game against Arsenal the goal against Arsenal we can be just the name all of our worst Sissoko wouldn't make the top 10 um, can I just say though it started you know the first five seconds we played the ball back to Vertonghen and Vertonghen smacked it and it hit the Leverkusen player that from that moment onwards, it just didn't go to plan. It's it, like we started. It like yeah. we were just running in glue. The passing yeah. was astray. We were mm. slow. Larissa's distribution, which we know could be better, the best at times, was <laughs> yeah. shocking. He's going to give me it a heart attack one day. Well, we'll I think we had went one back shot on goal. Ericsson shot straight to the keeper, and after about half hour, that was our yeah. only thing in the first half. And then we had one other mm. attack. Um, I would it say, just, honestly, I just couldn't believe it. I don't. I rarely criticise Poch because for me he's the best manager I've ever seen at Spurs in, in my lifetime and, and I think he, what he's done to our squad is amazing what I would say just in this particular game is I wasn't totally sure on the substitutions I wasn't sure about taking off Sonny I wasn't sure about the timing I think we could have done it a bit yeah. earlier we knew it wasn't working mm-hmm. um, at half time and we'd already made one sub at that point um, it just I felt that the subs came a bit late and like for me, I'm quite excited by Nkudu. He's a bit raw. Obviously, mm. he's not the finished article, but we don't have that kind of pace. On well, a big wide pitch, you've got to give him yeah. a go. There's so much space. Yeah. Out. He had about yeah. seven minutes. And also, as I say, I, for me, Sonny, without Kane, Sonny is the man who, who's going to get some goals. And, and to take him off... Um, he didn't have... Listen, he didn't have the best of games either, but I think... You would have taken off Sissoko if it was at the two of them. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. But then he knew Sissoko. I think he was looking to Arsenal. I don't know if you guys think that that was the right thing to do with that. He wasn't playing Danny Rose. I think he was looking at Arsenal as the bigger game. He thought the team he put out was enough to beat Bayer Leverkusen, 10th in the Bundesliga, who, let's face it, weren't that great. No, but to to be honest, our our players, if you think about it, we we can talk about Tats and Poch. We played them two weeks ago and the second half, they were all over us. So we knew what they were about. We knew what they were about. And we Mm. just didn't look up for it at all. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. obviously, where that leaves us, excuse me, <clears throat> in the group, we all know to, to qualify now, we need to win at Monaco, and then we need to beat Moscow at Wembley, uh, which normally you go on paper we can, but our, our Wembley form now sort of goes, well, why should we? I, 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 th- I think we'll do it. I'm quite optimistic. Or is it you, or are we going to finish third, and we're back in the Europa League, which will be at White Hart Lane, not Wembley? Is that true? Is that yeah. correct? It's, it's mm. all to do with the Champions League and capacities and what you're going to make available mm, to away fans. Embarrassing, Europa League would go back to White Hart Lane, not, obviously. Oh, mm. So embarrassing. <clears throat> um, I am a bit, I'm a bit sad that we don't play Moscow at home first. So I think Moscow, I'm saying this now, Moscow have never kept a clean sheet in the Champions League. <laughs> and I'm saying that now, but I'm going to touch some wood. Um, but if we could get the three points against CSK and Moscow, which even after these performances we should do that leaves us with all to play for at Monaco the fact is we're going to Monaco without any of that and we're going there needing a victory yeah. against a team that is probably likely to finish in first place at the moment oh absolutely um, but I, I, are they that game. good though I just think we make them look good and it'll be all really sad it'll be really sad if we don't get a win in, in Monaco because then we have this huge Wembley game that's totally meaningless and mm-hmm. that'll be frustrating mm-hmm. as well because um, we're only there for you know three games this season um, I want to be hopeful we, we played them off the park last season didn't we play them in the Europa League last season yeah Le Mena scored a hat yeah, and Tom yeah. Carroll scored yeah. um, I'm going to be positive like you Ross I think I'm hoping we can do it but we need to be the we need to be the team that played Arsenal we've got to go for it no resting players no resting Danny mm-hmm. Rose rubbish I don't understand that situation mm-hmm. play your best team Kane will be back maybe Toby will be back and let's see what happens. If we can do that, then we can beat anyone on our day. Yeah. But do you think that if we don't qualify, uh, and you look at, back at the league, how well Chelsea and Liverpool are both doing without any European football, if we do go to the uh, Europa League, is there a very strong argument, argument then just to play the kids and just go, it's all mm. about the league, Let, let's just go for it now. At the White Hart uh, yeah. Lane games, literally play your second string. I, I, th- I think there is. It's a bit of a Because we'll go into a knockout, won't you? There'll be no league in the Europa League. It'll, no, just be, it'll be two phase, games. It'll be yeah. two games. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, but it's always nice to have, have a, a European run. But it's true. When you look at teams like Chelsea and Liverpool and how well they're doing, you, th- you think, oh, what's the point of it? Might as well just stick in the league and not, not go for the European competitions. But then that's what you work for. Mm. To work towards. No. But the, the, we, we've all been there. Europa League is just it's such a low... Nobody wants it. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, if we actually did try in the Europa League, we probably would get, at one point, quite close to winning it. But mm-hmm. I think I would love to... You know what? If we have to go back to White Hart Lane and play Europa League, then I would love to see Marcus Edwards and I'd love to see more of Carter Vickers and Winks and some of these players because um, went to the Gillingham game and and it was it was exciting to see them. And, and yeah, I think Chelsea and Liverpool are thriving with no European football. So if... If the unfortunate happens that we didn't foresee coming, that we wouldn't get through, then personally, I'd say keep everyone for the league and play play the youngsters. Um, it's a real. There's a lot of good teams that will drop out of the Champions League mm-hmm. and play in the Europa League. And and I don't know. I'd I'd play the youngsters. I think I'd love to see Marcus Edwards a bit more. You know, players like yeah, that. He's good. Yeah, fair enough. Um, last week, uh, myself and Ollie, the engineer, we um, obviously Harry Harris had his book out, the Dream Team, where he announced your votes for the best Tottenham 11 and we went down uh, to the book launch and we managed to have a little chat and we're going to play this in now we had a chat the first voice you can hear is the great John Motson uh, we then had a chat with Martin Lipton the journalist and finally a couple of words about Glenn Hoddle who was voted greatest Tottenham player of all time so have a little listen to this 
Charlie. I'm here with John Motson. John, obviously over the years professionally, you've commentated on probably hundreds of Spurs games. Um, looking back, what was your association with the club? I know you've had a fondness for us yeah. for many years. Well, yes, I have. My father took me to White Hart Lane, well, back in the 50s, actually. Um, but my real connection with Tottenham, and it makes some people think I've always been a fan, which is not strictly true, but in the d- early days of the telephone service for supporters before yes. the internet took over there was a uh, there was a phone number you could ring called Spurs line and it was in it was actually more or less innovated by Mike Rollo the commercial manager but he didn't want to do the actual interviews down at the training ground he thought I would have a bit more pull with the players well I'm not sure about that but there were some very good players around at the time this was the days of Hoddle and Lineker um, Gary Mabbott uh, Chris Waddle, Gazza, and so twice a week I used to go down to the Old Spurs training ground and interview the players on a tape recorder, take it into White Hart Lane, and Mike Roller would then put it on the phone line. And it was innovative because then all the other clubs realised what was going on and they formed a joint thing called Club Call. But Spurs was actually the first one. I mean, it used to cost us a fortune as fans. Did it? Well, your interviews well, went on a bit. Well, that's because they were uh... paying me too much. No, I'm joking, actually. But, but no, Irving Scholar was the chairman then, and it was one of his little pet things. Mm. He wanted to be first with this and first with that. And, and I was, at the time, it worked out quite well because match of the day wasn't on the air the ITV had the highlights for a few years so I had a bit of a bit of time on my hands and you know I was able to go down there and meet the players it, 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 was, it filled, some, filled something up in my life you know absolutely and um, just talk about the current team how good do you think this current team well I, I thought on Saturday against Leicester you know and having watched a lot of games last season I think they're right on the cusp now of achieving something the biggest thing is in the boardroom where Spurs are no longer a selling club you know, the days of selling Michael Carrick and Berbatov and even Bale, um, although I don't think they can afford his salary now. But no, really, uh, Spurs have now got a team that Pochettino can call his own. Um, it's a team that almost picks itself, except that at the moment, of course, the absence of Alderweireld and Harry Kane mean he hasn't got everybody available. If I was to criticise or, or see what, say what I think Spurs need now to go on and win the title, it would be quite obviously uh, more punch up front. And we don't know quite how much more of that Harry will bring back. Um, but he's certainly going to be a key figure. And knowing Harry Kane, who doesn't start, never scores a lot of goals at the start of the season, he never stops scoring from about November. So it's a very good time to bring him back. I think this rest might be good for him. This rest he's had now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come back a new player. Yeah. And um, that, well, that's how I see it. I see Spurs being involved right up to the end. I, I think Chelsea and Liverpool have got an advantage because they're not playing in midweek, uh, which is an advantage. Whatever people say, Spurs have got to play all this mid Champions League football, obviously at Wembley, the home games. Um, but no, no, I think they're going to be part of a very exciting title race. Fantastic. Well, John, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Lovely to meet you. Thank you very much indeed. Not at all. Lovely. Thanks, John. I'm here with the uh, sports journalist Martin Lippmann. Martin, obviously you followed you know, professionally Tottenham for many, many years. How good do you think this team currently is compared with some of the greats who are in the room with us today? Well, I mean, I, I was a bit too young to see this, the team in the 60s, so I started watching early 70s which was a team which had some great players including Pat Jennings is over there and uh, Chivers and Peters Coleman Gilzean those players and I looked through the 80s 90s this is the best unit I've seen maybe not the best individual players 
but as a unit they're, they're terrific they really are a side with, with youth on their side with, with a degree of um, vigour on the ball uh, and a manager who's getting the best out of them so they're, 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 it's great to watch I mean, there's always the customary frustrations of going to Tottenham and seeing them let you down because that's what, what happens but I, I really am excited by the way they, they're trying to play under uh, Pochettino and I, and I see his imprint through the side um, but of course the other teams even though they didn't win the league post 61 were winning trophies you know league cups in the early 70s European trophies um, FA cups through the 80s and, and to sort of validate what's going on you need a trophy you need you need a bit of silverware I mean even, even Ramos won the league cup in 2008 with a team that he then nearly got relegated the following year so there is the, the one thing that's lacking at the moment is that you know validation of the team I mean, you're right. I mean, the fans were quite upset with getting knocked out of the League Cup. Most uh, journalists would go, oh, it's not important anymore, the League Cup. What do you think Spurs are lacking? What's, what's lacking in that team to really go on and challenge? I think you could do with an Aguero, with an absolutely top striker. I mean, obviously, without Kane, they've lacked that cutting edge. And they've made do and men- mended, really. But it, the last few games, where they, where they had a proper striker, they'd have probably won the games, or at least two of them, mm. rather than drawing. They even do about top of the league rather than fifth. So there's not a lot there, but I do think there is a chance to invest in a £40 million player, perhaps. But also there's you know, the economics of it that have got to be taken into account. There's no, there's no guarantee that it works. They spent a lot of money on Soldado, who didn't work. And 18 months ago, people, a lot of fans would have wanted to throw Lamella out. So things do change swiftly. Um, looking at Jansen, he scored loads of goals last season but in Holland. But he needs a goal in open play, and that might change. But also, I feel that he would be better if he, there was a target man to play off of. You know, if Kane was, was available, and that's what I thought on the game at Leicester, for example, where they kept the ball really well, they probed, they created openings, but they, they lacked the ability to go long, to go up the cage, because it wasn't going to stick against Hoof and, and Morgan. So you need to have a variety in the game. Absolutely right. Martin, thank you so much no for your time. Enjoy today. Receiving this award, but to be quite honest, there's no greatest one player for this wonderful club. When you go through the names that we've just gone up there with from Mackay, Jimmy Greaves, Pat Jennings, Ozzie Ardiles, who's won a World Cup medal, there isn't one that outstanding player. I was lucky to play for a club that I love when I was eight years of age, the first time I walked into White Hart Lane, and uh, we were like a hand in glove. The one I played football and the way Tottenham played was. Uh, was just made in heaven, really. But, uh, you know, it was a privilege for me to be a homegrown player. I think that's, in this day and age, it's nice to be someone that was training at the club, cleaning the boots, cleaning the dressing room, doing them things that we did. That was like a second home to us. So uh, I'm very proud and very uh, privileged and humbled to have received this, but uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful club and a pleasure to play for. Thank you. There we are. Uh, last week we had Kieran Brennan, who uh, fantastically hosted the show, uh, Football Manager Fame. He uh, set a competition to win the brand new, I assume it's Football Manager 2017. Um, I know, I, <laughs> I think the question was which Spurs player's got the most points, I assume, in, in the Football Manager. Was that the question, Ollie? Can you remember? No idea. Anyway, <laughs> I can't remember the question was. I know what the answer was. The answer was Hugo Lloris. Many of you got it right, but we just picked out a random from Twitter. The winner was Grant Maynard. Grant, you will be having, uh, will be in contact with you soon. 
and you'll be having uh, a copy or you'll be sent a code to download Football Manager. Don't forget, you can get all our links to our iPhone and Android apps, which are all free. Join our Facebook group and Twitter feeds and all our back catalogue. Everything is at spurshow.net. Now, no game next week because the international break. Um, so we can talk about our, the next game in two weeks' time. It's a 5.30 kickoff on Sky on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're playing them. It's West Ham United. Who, didn't we lose to last season or drew with? Or we, we, we won at home, didn't we? And then lost. Oh, 1-1-0. 1-0 away. Nil we lost, yeah. Yeah. And that, was, that was to go top, wasn't it? Yeah, the that's way right. Game. Miserable oh, game. That, that It'd be was, a tricky that one, wasn't it? Miserable oh, it's a, it's always a tricky it, game. Yeah. It was, he's, a good, he's a good player, Mikel Antonio. He's, he seems to score yeah. with his head every but they're, single they're, week. They're, let's be honest, we, we should smash him. Like, they've been useless. I know I shouldn't jinx it, but this is the game. If To be honest, if you wanted... A game after the run we've had, you'd think somebody like West Ham, yeah, big game, big, big atmosphere would be there. They've been awful. Mm. However, I'm sure they'll, we'll make, they'll make it difficult for us. Billich, yeah. I think, is a top manager. Yeah, yeah, and, and they've got Lanzini back. He came out a few weeks ago, I think it was, and he looks good again. Like, they seem to be better away than they are at home. Yeah, but yes, but we should we should win it. I think I think it's about time we smash on about three four nil. Real three four nil. Yeah. Where are we gonna get four goals from? Well, last year we we're going to get four, them, four, four penalties. <laughs> yeah, four penalties. Yeah. Um, because the midfielders are going to start, start chipping in with yeah. some goals. For yeah. me, again, you know, if we... C- it, c- it always comes down to Dembele for me. If we can get him moving forwards, get Lamella back, um, and hopefully Ericsson can take that second half against Arsenal form a bit into West Ham, Kane will be a few weeks fitter, then... We, sh- you know, I'm hoping we have enough to do it. That hopefully will be the start of a good run for us. Yeah, yeah. But then again, last time I was here was the game was the before the Newcastle game at the end of last oh. season, <laughs> and I just said, "Look, it's up to what Arsenal do, but we'll smash Newcastle easy." Yeah. And and then we lost five one. Thanks to Sissoko's dive, <laughs> all I'm going to say. But um, I think uh, you know, we as long as we keep Payet. Quiet. Yeah, who hasn't played that well this no, season? No, no. There's rumours they might sell him in January. And to be honest, if he's not playing well, they haven't got much else. But they'll be up for it. The whole fans will be up yeah. for it. You know what, it's going to be a t- tough game. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the, the you know? last game against West Ham at White Hart Lane. That's just that's right. typical Spursy to then muck it up. No, I, think, I, I think we'll win 2-1. Well, I'm, I'm not really thinking about this whole every time you play a team, it's the last time you ever yeah, play them at White Hart Lane. It's... Are we definitely at Wembley next year? Is that, it hasn't, it's, hasn't uh, been announced. It hasn't it? been announced. It, it's there, I think, if we want it. Do you think Daniel's now thinking, is this the right decision for us? But we haven't really well, got an alternative. Well, MK we? Dons will be the alternative. <laughs> you don't really want to go to MK or Wembley, <laughs> if you think about it. Because most of the games at Wembley, it's not going to be the full stadium, No, it'll be 60,000. Yeah, and it'll feel a bit, in those 60,000... it's important with the new ground to get used to playing in front of 60,000 on mm. a big pitch, mm. you know. Um... Apparently at the training ground they 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 replicated the Wembley pitch. Not as made a blind. It's really well. Yeah. Well, we trained on it once, didn't we? Mm. we? We trained on it before the Monaco game. We didn't ever mm-hmm. do that ever again. Did, um, did we not do it for the Leverkusen game? No, because they had loads of social media pictures in there that we trained at mm. Wembley, but we didn't. You know, it's not about the pitch. But um, no, listen. Going back to West Ham, I think you know we should. Now that we've got Kane back, and hopefully Toby will be back. Hopefully we can we can. Uh, we can get a win. Sissoko will also be back, which is a real shame. But uh, <laughs> if he can just elbow somebody else and be out for another three, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that, is, that is always done for us. <laughs> but you, you'd hope, but you think Lamella's got... Well, I don't think Lamella no, injury is again. I thought it was ill. I thought that's no, why he missed during the week. So, you so know, Lamella's obviously, you know, we mentioned out of old, um, 
Dembele's obviously not fully fit. Kane, I mean, mm. you just hope. And he's I mean, let's face it, we don't want these players to play these bloody international matches. We just want no. them not and to play, be on the bench. Yeah. And Carl yeah. Walker and as well, who, yeah. who came off, is in the yeah, squad. He's right. in the squad and they've mm. not pulled him out. So I think um, he, he's absolutely fine. And saying that, we're only playing... Scotland, Scotland, and Spain, and Spain in a friendly. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he does play Kane. He might. Why get are off we playing Spain in a friendly? What an utter waste of time. Well, it's a bit really? weird because this is happening. I just don't get it. But we're only playing about four games before we have a break every single time. It's, mm. it's real stop start mm. this year. But also, even if it's just a qualifying England, is anyone anyone watching it? Does anyone care? No, not at the moment. No, I mean I don't watch internationals any anymore. But um, no, knowing our luck. He'll play Danny Rose for both England games, yeah. meaning, and Kane meaning will get yeah. again. because he's played two games for England, it means Poch won't play him against West Ham. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of he has this thing with Danny Rose, and I know I've said it a few times, but it frustrates me. Why is he the only player that seemingly can't play two games in a week? Well, well last so year, fit. yeah, well last yeah. year it was Dembele that couldn't play two games a week, and then he played against Leicester. Did he think he played against Leicester? I can't remember now. But then played during the week, Leverkusen came off after twenty. Then was straight back in. I still does anyone know what was wrong with him against Leverkusen? He twisted his ankle. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dembele. I was surprised he lasted the whole match with yeah. Arsenal. Like, yeah, because he, he can't. It seemed to. It's frustrating. Sometimes your best players, you just can't get them going. But you know, we need him fit, mm. and he never is for longer than at least three or four matches, mm. which is a real shame. Mm. Um, but we need, you know, we need to get him back playing. But if he does get injured, I do want to see Harry Winks given a shot. I think he's a very exciting young footballer, and I think that. I would like to see him yeah. given a go at some point. Um, maybe the Arsenal game was just a step too soon, and perhaps West Ham is too. But if, if there comes a point when Dembele's out, then he's over to Soko. Oh, any day of the week. <laughs> but we really need a win, don't we? All yeah. these draws and stuff. God, we need a, we do. a three I, points. I'd now. also like to see Dyer back in there. Wanyama's been fantastic. He's been absolutely wonderful. He's been yeah. fantastic. Yeah. He's been the best player of the season. Um, and Vertonghen as well, I think. Has he really was, yeah, he's really Vertonghen, I've been very impressed with the last yeah. few games. I mm. actually thought Vertonghen was our man in the match against Leverkusen if we even had one mm. um, and mm. was great uh, yesterday as well I thought Walker had a good game at Leverkusen but but all the media seemed to suggest he it was, had an it was, awful it was, game it was the old errors though yeah it was a couple of errors he was probably our best attacking player mm. yeah. it was just all the stuff at the back the, the city mm. ch- which is his job <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> which is why really annoying defending yeah. stuff he's got to do move him to right wing I <laughs> no, keep saying no, it no no <laughs> Anyway, oh, we're running out of time now. Gentlemen, Ross Siegel, Alex Siegel, thank you so much for coming along thank tonight. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for downloading us. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time. Come on, you Spurs. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.